Welcome to the blogcast, Let There Be Lose. I'm your host, Linda Garcia, also known as Lose Warrior. The intention of this blogcast is to bring spirituality to the forefront, to not be afraid of what your intuition is telling you, but to encourage you to take action on it. This is the sixth episode in the Moon Cycle series. In this series, we will talk about what it's like to become a woman, how we've dealt with it, and how we deal with it. My intention for this series is to change the dialogue surrounding our cycle. Return to the one. Welcome back to another episode of Let There Be Lose. I'm so excited to be connecting with you guys. Today we're going to talk about what the red moon cycle is versus the white moon cycle. But before we get into that, I just want to share a little bit about what has taken place with me these last couple of days. You can probably hear my voice. There's um, some stuff going on in my throat. I want to talk to you a little bit about that. And then I want to talk to you about a powerful experience that I had. The first thing I want you to know is that I'm in the enchantress phase. Because this phase is headed towards the decline, if you remember, your immune system can get attacked if you're overexerting any energy. So that's what you're hearing that's coming from my throat. Please bear with me. I am perfectly aligned with the new moon these days. So right on the new moon is when I commence my bleed. Today is Monday, so I'm a couple of days away from entering my wise woman phase. Since I have been tracking and since I'm much more aware and I gain much more knowledge on a daily basis of my phases and my emotions and I'm just cognizant of what phase I'm in, I have been able to tap into what I would consider to be embracing the power of each phase instead of playing the victim of the phase. I am more and more stepping into the power of my phase. Before we go any further, I do want to quickly mention that this is a series. The Moon Cycle series is a series, and I would highly recommend that you start from the beginning. You absolutely don't have to start from the beginning, but if you're not familiar with um, the Moon Cycle and the cycles that we go through as women, then this might be a little confusing. So feel free to continue listening, or I invite you to go back and start from the beginning of the Moon Cycle series. I went to an event and there was this woman that was in very close proximity to me at the event and my intuition kept asking me to speak to her. I needed to speak to her. My intuition would not let down. It was very aggressive and I wasn't listening mostly because I was uncomfortable about the idea. And when I say uncomfortable, I mean more like shy about it. Like maybe she doesn't want to talk to me. Maybe, you know, just like all of these negative thoughts, I guess you could say. And then finally, I just decided to talk to her and I invited her to engage in a boomerang with me. So 2017, we exchanged phone numbers at one point 
I'm not going to go into details, but I do want to say that I had a powerful experience in the sense that it turned out that she was in need of an energy clearing. And as most of you know, I'm a certified healer, pranic healer for level one. I've been guided and I have an amazing mentor, Marcela Arieta. After speaking to her, I knew that I was supposed to go ahead and run a clearing on her. I'm so happy that I followed my intuition and actually had the courage to go ahead and follow that calling to speak to her and to work on her because there are so many layers that I needed to go through in order to um, clear her energy. And in the midst of working on her and clearing her energy, I knew there was a reason I was attracted to her. I knew there was a reason I needed to speak to her. What I discovered as I was running an energy clearing is that my heart and soul knows that she is an extremely powerful woman, whether she knows it at this point in her life or not, or whether she has an idea of it. I don't know that she understands the extent of her power. But I was placed in a position where I was definitely in humble gratitude to be able to be of service to her for this little moment in her life in order to help clear her energy. I know that she's going to do great things in the future. I'm so excited to get to see what she's going to do. It's just this feeling that I get with every fiber of my being. And I've had these feelings with women in the past. I can feel their power and I've gone on to watch them even win Golden Globes. So I know that that is a gift that I have that I can identify the light in other people. But here's what I took from actually following my intuition and working with her is that during my enchantress phase, normally in the past since I've been charting, I've felt that I can get a little on the negative side in my enchantress phase. There's a lot of self-sabotage. I just kind of add fuel to fire and I want to be a bit destructive. As I mentioned to you in the four phases episode, the enchantress phase is a really powerful phase where you can tap into your psychic abilities, intuitive abilities, your shaman abilities, and your ability to be able to heal. So because I allowed that to take place and I gave space for it and followed my intuition on who was in need of an energy clearing and I went ahead and extended this clearing to this woman, I saw myself step into my full power where I'm not being destructive. And even though I'm a couple of days away from entering the wise woman phase, I haven't been affected by any negative energy. I don't want to say any at all, but I'm going to say very minimal negative energy. So the reason why I'm sharing this today is because I'm really curious to see how much if we pay attention and acknowledge our phases and embrace the phase we're in, how much growth can actually occur and how much magic can begin to unravel as we proceed through the phases. I almost feel like there's a sense of maturing in my phase, there's a sense of confidence, and there's a sense of control, which is almost beyond me. Even as I'm talking to you right now, it almost feels like I'm being of service for something other than myself. 
It's a really interesting feeling, and I'm really trying to tap into it more and more as we proceed. I really feel that I'm definitely supposed to be here to heal. I'm supposed to be here to identify areas of light in places where other people might see darkness. Um, And I am supposed to help women strengthen their light and shed themselves of their darkness. So if you're in your enchantress phase, I just want to encourage you to really believe that we all have the ability to create things that are much more powerful than we can ever comprehend. And the only thing we have to do to allow that energy in is to open our heart to it and not close up to it. Because if we close our hearts, we're not going to allow new energy to flow in. We're not going to be able to execute what we are supposed to execute on this earth as your soul's purpose. So that's been my week so far. I'm really curious to see how I'm going to walk into my wise woman phase because usually by now I'm already triggered and I'm already seeing signs of the wise woman phase like I'm irritated or in pain. I've been patient much more than usual during this particular phase, which is really interesting. So I'm really excited for the wise women phase. We're going to take a short break. And when we get back, we are going to finally discuss the actual moon phases and the alignment or the correlation of the actual moon phase with our cycle. As I mentioned, we are going to talk about the red moon versus the white moon and what this really means and how our bleed aligns or doesn't align with the actual moon phases. The first thing I want to do is really quickly refresh your memory of the four phases. We have the first week where we are the wise woman, the crone that represents death. Then we go into the second week with the maiden or the virgin that represents rebirth. Then we go into the third phase, which is the mother phase, and that represents growth. And then we go into the enchantress phase that is headed towards the decline right before we hit death again. So I want you to just take a moment, keep that in the back of your head, and then I want you to begin to envision the moon. We're going to start with the moon as the new moon. I want you to envision the moon itself with the sun and the earth. During the new moon phase, the sun is in first position, and then you have the moon in second position and the earth in third. So essentially, from a different perspective, if these three were lined up, you would see the moon in the center. Of course, they're not lined up in a straight line, but from a certain perspective, you can sort of see it that way. So from our perspective here on Earth, when there is a new moon and you look up at the moon, the moon is in completely decline. It is in death. It is in darkness. The moon is retreating away from us 
But if you look at the moon from the perspective of the sun, let's say we are now standing on the sun and we're looking at the moon, that side of the moon is actually fully lit. So the way I like to look at it is the moon is actually going inward, recharging from its source. And as we know, its source of light is the sun. So in that same way, when we are in the first phase, the wise woman phase, that is the time to go inward, recharge with source. The moon is doing the same and is in flow with that cycle. Then the moon begins to travel around. Halfway through its travel around the earth, then we find the moon at a full moon. So as we stand on the earth and we look at the full moon, we're actually standing in the second position. So again, Let's take a look at where the sun is, where the moon is, and where the earth is. So in first position, during full moon, we have the sun. In second position, during full moon, is the earth. And in third position is the moon that just traveled all the way around and is now on the other side at 180 degrees. So from a certain perspective, you could kind of see us sort of sandwiched in between the moon and the sun. The moon is shining down with all its glory and sharing its fullness and its brightness with the earth. And that is the same phase as the mother phase. This is when we are most fertile in our mother phase, this is when we're buoyant and we're just completely full of light. So that is assimilating the same phase. Then the moon makes its way back around towards the second position, making it a new moon and back into darkness and back into death. So the moon in its phases is going through the same phases that we as women go through our entire cycle. So now what we're going to do is get into the three different types of women, their cycle menstruation. There's the woman that is staggered. She is neither aligned with the new moon or the full moon, meaning she does not bleed on the new moon and she does not bleed on the full moon. Then there is a second woman that is referenced the white moon cycle. The white moon cycle is a woman that is aligned with the new moon, meaning she bleeds on or in and around the new moon cycle. Then the third woman is the red moon cycle. The red moon cycle is a woman that bleeds on the full moon. So the first thing I want to do is I want to talk about the woman that is staggered and not necessarily aligned. If you fall into this category, I don't want you to necessarily see this as a negative. I do think that it is good to try and work yourself to realign with the moon. Here's what's happened from what I understand from the research that I've read. Before there were big cities and we were constantly surrounded by artificial light 
all women were either on the white moon cycle or the red moon cycle. It is much more difficult for women nowadays to align with either of these cycles because we are constantly around artificial lighting. Maybe we live in a city like New York where we can't really connect to nature. We don't have access to a lot of trees or something like that. So we've lost our ability to connect to the moon. And also, we've lost the knowledge of our history. And we don't know that there's a lot of power that can take place when you're actually aligned with the moon. I definitely don't want this to come off as a negative if you're not aligned. I want you to really look at this as an opportunity to try and realign and connect yourself. Here's why I think this is important. I think it's important because there's an actual flow of the way things work. And sometimes if we're not aligned to the cycles of the moon, we can come across a lot of challenges and complications with flow, I want to say. Like, we're not flowing with the actual cycle of the seasons, so we're a little bit out of flow. So I think it's just simply connecting with the moon. At least that's that's how I discovered this to begin with. I began to do moon rituals, and by the time I knew it, I had started my bleed on the same day as a new moon, and I knew in my heart of hearts that this was connected and that there was a powerful reason for this. So I definitely don't want to dismiss the power that comes along with being aligned with the moon, but I don't want that to be discouraging or come off as a negative. I want you to know that more than likely because we live in today's society, most of us are probably not aligned like we should be, especially if you're living in a big city. So the goal for you, if you're this woman, is just to simply try and align yourself with the moon. Be mindful of the moons, especially during the new moon and especially during the full moon, and maybe create a sort of ritual for yourself. I don't want this to be attached to anything that might seem weird or woohoo-ish, although some people might argue that this entire series is kind of weird, but it's really just about nature. It's really sad that we've made nature's cycles to be evil and feared when they're really God at its purest element. Remove any triggers. And the reason I say that is because I myself get triggered sometimes. I grew up in a Catholic home right after I was in a Catholic home. I got into Christianity, hardcore Christianity, and there were a lot of teachings that I had to let go of, like being a sinner um, or being just a bad person or an unholy person. And I have had to move away from those ideas because those ideas weren't serving me as a human. What they were doing to me was simply putting me in a negative space constantly because I felt like I wasn't worthy. And I don't think that that is God's intention at all. So this isn't a conversation about religion or anything like that. I just simply want you to embrace and not be triggered by the idea of lining yourself up with the moon. So that's my advice for the woman that is staggered and not aligned. Now we're just going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the red moon and the white moon cycle. Before I get into the red and the white moon cycle, I just want to quote a piece from Miranda Gray's book, Red Moon. 
A woman with the white moon cycle, bleeding with the dark, new moon, becomes linked to the deepest levels of her awareness, reminding her that there exists more than just the world she sees, because she is the carrier of the seed of life. A woman with a red moon cycle, bleeding with the full moon, brings the energies and mysteries of her inner darkness out into the world, around her, as a gift and an offering of the depths of her learning. Let's get into the red moon cycle first. So again, the red moon cycle is when a woman is bleeding with the full moon. There is very little information that I can find on the red moon cycle. Back in the day before there was an abundance of electricity, as I mentioned, women were either aligned with the red moon cycle or the white moon cycle. But from what I can find, the most common alignment was the woman with the white moon cycle, meaning they were aligned with the new moon. Because of this, I think there was a definite lack of understanding. And unfortunately, when man doesn't understand something, we kind of sort of chalk it up to being evil. So I would cringe every time I would come across information, but I have to mention it because I came across information where it would say that women that cycle with the red moon cycle are known to be evil. (laughs) I want to say that's fucking bullshit. Like I mentioned, we sort of have a tendency to be afraid of what we don't understand. That's normal human behavior. Or maybe it's not normal human behavior, and we've been conditioned to be afraid of what we don't know. The little information that I did find on this cycle actually pertained to women who were healers, who were shamans, and who had really strong intuitive abilities. So they were most likely psychics. And they also aren't aligned with the idea of being fertile to procreate. They're actually much more aligned with the idea to be fertile to create something that is more in a creative realm or a much more business realm. And I also feel like there's this certain level of balance that is needed from the woman in the red moon cycle. There's an area of balance where we balance each other out and we need both energies. We need both types of women to take on different types of tasks. Can you imagine if every single woman was going through the same exact cycle and there was no other woman surrounding that woman to balance that energy out? So I really feel like the woman that goes through the red moon cycle is a much more I don't want to compare the two in terms of which one is better than the other, but I feel like For me, when I feel it from an intuitive perspective, I feel like there's a lot of strength that is coming from the woman with the red moon cycle. I feel like there might be very few of them, but they can really 
possess an assertive position, sort of like an alpha female that can sort of help sustain a lot of women during their white moon cycle. And there's actual information that women that were on the red moon cycle would help tend to the women on the white moon cycle, which makes perfect sense. I do know several women that actually menstruate with the full moon cycle. And I'm always so curious to like pick their brain and what do they feel. And they always have this really strong sense of um of power or strength or some kind of like crazy ability and even the word crazy comes to mind because I think sometimes if they're not really aware of the phases and the moon cycles they can kind of get lost in the chaos of it all because they're actually living their day-to-day on the contrast of the moon they're living their day-to-day almost like against the current because they're not in flow with the actual nature of things. But again, I don't want that to be perceived as a bad thing. I want that to be perceived as actually a very powerful thing and that that energy is most definitely needed. Let's not forget that some of our biggest growth actually comes from adversity and challenges. The woman in the red moon cycle is equivalent to the enchantress. She is the core enchantress. She can easily draw upon the wise woman phase, but at the core, she is an enchantress where she can heal and she has a strong intuitive power and she has the power to create. So I apologize. That's really all the information that I could really find on women that bleed during that moon. I think that because science tells us what the woman in the white moon cycle goes through, it's much more easier to understand that woman because the earth is telling us the story of the energies that this woman goes through and the moon is also telling us the stories. But we really don't know what to look at in terms of listening to a story and the energies that the woman in the red moon cycle go through. If you are a red moon woman, I would absolutely love to hear from you. I definitely encourage you to start journaling um, and to remember and take onus of the creative power that you have at this time in your life and that you have the ability to create creative babies and business babies and that they can be extremely successful. That energy, I feel, is needed. I want you to take onus and hone in on the dark energy power that's coming in. And again, when I say dark energy, I don't mean it in a negative way. We have to remember that there's a balance between dark and light and it's the yin and the yang. We need them. We need them both. So that leads me into the white moon cycle. The white moon cycle is when women bleed with the new moon. The white moon cycle is a direct reflection of the moon in and of itself. So exactly the way the moon is working through its phases is exactly the way women are working through its phases. When the woman needs to retreat, the moon is also retreating. When it's full and 
bright, the woman is also full and bright and just giving off a ton of energy. It's basically a mirror reflection of the moon. And it's also reflecting its energies onto the earth. So normally when farmers plant their seeds, they do it on a full moon because there's an abundance and energy and ability for those seeds to actually flourish, which would make perfect sense because the white moon cycle woman is um, extremely fertile and she is in a much more mothering stage. The energy that the white moon cycle women are pulling from is from the mother phase, full-blown mother phase, but they are able to draw upon the maiden phase. So they are both reflections of the light. Having this cycle gives you for a much more fluid experience through life. At this point in your life when you're going through the white moon cycle, everything sort of flows much easier because you're in sync and not necessarily going against the current, but going down with the current. But please take note that we can at any time become either of these women. It just really depends on what stage you are in your life. If you're in a stage in your life where you're ready to be a mother and you want to be motherly, then you're going to be on the white moon cycle. If you're in a stage where you want to build a business and be creative and be an artist and you don't see kids in your near future, then you are most likely going to be in the red moon cycle. So this is why I get so angered, I guess, at women judging other women on the red moon cycle or those women being called evil by men and by women um, is because we are both of those women in different stages in our life. I know that for me personally, there was a moment in my life where I could never see myself the way I am today. I was very career-oriented. I wish I would have been charting myself back then, but I can almost bet my life on it that I was probably bleeding with the full moon. So we are both of these women and we can become both of these women at any given time. As a matter of fact, there are many women that have reported being in the white moon phase for a couple of months and then all of a sudden on the third round, they switch into the red moon cycle. So they dabble between these two energies throughout the year, which I find extremely interesting. And I'm so curious to see if and when that happens to me. I'm excited to see how I navigate now that I'm much more aware through both of the energies. So both of these cycles are to be celebrated. It's clear to me Actually, now that I'm talking about this, it's very clear to me why men would call the red cycling woman evil is because the red moon cycle woman intuitively and naturally had the power that men were seeking to create businesses or to create some sort of art where women were asked to stay in the home. So I can, I understand now why man would call that woman evil because her energy was extremely powerful and had the ability to create maybe something that the man felt intimidated by. We're going to take a break and when we get back, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the moon work. I would like to encourage you guys to do this week return to the one
So this week's moon work, I want you to identify in your tribe, in your group of friends, who is on the red moon cycle and who is on the white moon cycle. And I'm so curious to see what the ratio amongst your tribe is from red moon to white moon, if any. Um, And I want you to really understand where you are in your phase and how you can complement each other. This is especially important if there's women that you're collaborating with or going into business with. I think it's really important to know what phase they're in so that you can understand where each of you is coming from and the perspectives that you bring to the table so that you can be cognizant and respect that woman's perspective and where she's coming at and where she's she is in the phase and then assume the roles necessary depending on what phase you're in. Um, that's why I think there's so much beauty in the red moon cycle and the white moon cycle combined because when one needs to retreat, the other one is there to step up. So that's what I would like to encourage you guys to do this week. And then just a quick update. It looks like we are going to wrap up this series pretty soon. I might have maybe about two more episodes that I'd like to do for this series. And then after we wrap up the series, we're going to get into either another series or do some standalone topics. I'd actually like to hear from you guys. If you guys wouldn't mind sending me an email, providing me with some feedback, leaving a comment on Instagram, and just letting me know what you enjoyed, what you would like to see from the next series or a next standalone episode. Also, I would really, really appreciate it if you haven't already, if you would take five minutes out of your day to give us a review on iTunes. I have a special giveaway for those that are have left reviews already. Basically, just head over iTunes, rate us, let us know how you feel about the podcast. When you do this, you are helping us get more exposure so that more women can find this episode. I truly believe that there's a lot of healing involved in this series, and I think we should definitely share and spread the light. Um, I would greatly appreciate it. For those that have entered and for those that do enter, you will have a chance to win a 2018 Wee Moon calendar. It's an absolutely gorgeous calendar. It's kind of like an at-a-glance, but it tells you the stages of the moon. It has places for notes, and it really just helps you chart your cycles. Um, It's gorgeous, and we're going to do that giveaway via our Instagram. So don't forget to follow us on our Instagram. Instagram at Let There Be Lose, and you can find our show notes on the website, LetThereBeLose.com. We also have a Facebook page, and you can find me on Instagram at LoseWarrior. And last and final announcement, I'm so excited for this, you guys. I'm going to be at the Podcast Stereo Fest that is going to take place at the Plaza de Cultura y Artes next to Placita Olvera. I'm going to leave the information for that in the show notes. Be sure to follow Podcast Stereo Fest on Instagram for all of the updates so that you can also see all of the amazing podcasts that are going to be involved. I would love, 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 love more than anything to see you guys there and just get to connect with you guys in person i'm really looking forward to this love you guys till next time
one.